This podcast was produced by Big Night Media, a proud partner of Big Night Entertainment. Hey, you know what? It's really fun to be here. Y'all know that theme music. Pierce. Buries it. Tatum drives down and throws it down. This is my What's up, what's up, what's up? How we doing, how we doing? And welcome to episode 190, episode 190 of the Banner Branch Podcast. I am your host and favorite Boston Celtics season ticket holder, Timmy G. How's everyone doing? You can find me on the Twitter machine at BannerBrancher18 or on Facebook and Instagram at Banner Branch Podcast. And as you know, I'm part of the Big Night Media team with some great podcasts like Drinks After Work, Music You're Missing, Eat the Damn Cake, A Chance to Strive, Rambling with the Purpose, I'm the Promoter, He's the DJ, The Hobby, Be Fit, 30 Flirty and Surviving, and so many other great podcasts. And if you're into sports cards, you can always check out Card Vault Breaks. They break sports cards live on Whatnot, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, the morning, the afternoon, at night, after midnight, before midnight. It's, it, they're all over the place. It's always available. Soccer, basketball, football, NASCAR, UFC, WWE. E Pokemon, they got it all, and you can always check them out in person as well down at the Card Vault at Patriot Place or at Foxwoods Resort Casino. You can always follow Big Night Media on Instagram at Big Night Media. Check out Timmy Ticket Tuesday every Tuesday, your chance to win free tickets to upcoming shows at Big Night Live, and most importantly, go to BigNightShop.com, click the Big Night Media tab, click Banner Banter, brand new merchandise out. Go check it out. Couple hoodies, couple hats. Um, a quarter zip, uh, a tote bag for the ladies, water bottles, you name it. It's all there. Go and check it out. Okay, great. That's all over and done with. How's everyone doing? What's going on? The Boston Celtics are back, back in action. The home opener uh, Tuesday night. What an incredible, incredible tribute to Bill Russell before the game. And I'll be honest, those new jerseys, I like them in person. I really do. I didn't think I'd like them just because... Sorry, I feel like there it is. There it is. Hopefully my buddy John Curley is listening. I know he loves when I burp during uh, episodes, and I really needed that burp right there. But anyways, uh, Bill Russell, that tribute, absolutely incredible. His wife was actually at the game as well. She got an incredible ovation. She was full of emotion. It was beautiful to see, but great tribute. Really liked the jerseys. I didn't think I was going to like them just because I wanted them to be like the that Celtics Kelly green and not, you know, like that darker green, but they work really well. I think it's great that they're doing raffles uh, for people to win free autograph authentic jerseys from the Celtics players. I think that's great as well. So I'm really glad that the NBA and the Celtics are really trying to show the world how important Bill Russell is, was, and forever will be. And yeah, so that's that. But three and zero, 
the Celtics are 3-0. They won all three games last week in episode 189. I was just saying, hey, just split between the 76ers and the Heat and be 2-1, and one, and instead they're 3-0. They beat the Philadelphia 76ers at home, 126-117. Then they go to Miami, beat the Miami Heat, 111-104. Then a second night of a back-to-back without Al Horford, with, you know, who was out for quote-unquote lower back stiffness, a.k.a. Al's not going to be playing in a lot of back-to-backs this year. They beat the Magic 126-120, to and this is the first time the Boston Celtics have been 3-0 and since the 2009-2010 season. They started that season 6-0, and and unfortunately they lost to the Lakers in Game 7 in 2010. Oh, man, just thinking about that makes me so angry. But hey, the Lakers are on three right now, so who gives a fuck? Um, but hey, you know what? It's been a really long time. I, I didn't do this during the playoffs, uh, so I really haven't done it since, what, mid-April? But guess what? It's time for Stud and Dud of the Week. Hit the music. And now, it is time for the Celtics Stud and the Celtics Dud. Of the week. Okay. Season five of the Banner Banter Podcast, episode 190, your stud and dud of the week. Happy to be back. What a catchy little jingle that is. Thank you so much for always listening to that. That has literally been a part of the Banner Banter Podcast, I believe, since episode two. I'm not even kidding you. No joke. It's always been like that. Glad to still be doing it. Your stud and dud of the week. The stud of the week is Jason Tatum. I mean, how can it not be? Sorry for, you know, sorry for the big surprise. But, I mean, Jason Tatum this week has scored more points than any other Celtics player in the history of this iconic franchise in his first three games of the season with 104 points, thanks to dropping a 40-piece Chicken McNugget on the Orlando Magic. 104 points in three games. Larry Bird had the record, I think it was 96 or 94, or maybe it was 98. Either way, Jason Tatum broke it. Jason Tatum was like, hey, Larry Bird, no thanks. But 104 points in the first three games in the NBA season, very impressive. Jason Tatum is also tied for 11th place in NBA history for the first three games of a season where a player scores 100 points or more, gets five assists or more, and 25 assists or more. Some of the other individuals who are on that list, Wilt Chamberlain twice, Rick Barry, Russell Westbrook, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Anthony Davis, George Mikan, Blake Griffin, and Shaq. And Jason Tatum's a part of that group. Incredible list to be a part of. He beats Larry Bird and then joins that list. That's absolutely unbelievable. But this part right here, <laughs> this is my favorite thing of them all. This is like, this is like really good asmr stuff like this stuff is the stuff that really gets me going jason tatum in his first three games of his first five seasons of the nba attempted a total of 33 free throws and made 25 of them so for those math at home 15 games jason tatum 15 games jason tatum took 33 free throws and made 25 of them So far this year, in just this year alone, three games, he's gone to the free throw line 25 times and has made 22 of them. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, 
unbelievable. Like Jason Tatum is attacking the rim. Jason Tatum is finally getting calls. We've been wanting this forever. If you've been listening to this podcast for all 190 episodes, I've been begging for this for all five years. 15 games, 33 free throws in his first five seasons. In the first three games of those seasons. This year, 25 motherfucking free throws. Unbelievable. So he's made 25 in his first five years. This year, he's already been in line 25 times. And... What did I mention in episode 189? I told everyone that I didn't think Jason Tatum was going to score as many points. Fine. You know, white flag for the first week. I was wrong. But his rebounding was huge, especially in that 76ers game. He's gotten, like, the most rebounds in the first three games of his career this year than any other season. It was his rebounding in that 76ers game was unbelievable it was ginormous and so fucking important on why they won that game now his three-point shooting hasn't been anything special but he's finding other ways to score so if he and those other ways of scoring are now going to the free throw line so he was two of seven against the 76ers from three two of seven against the heat from three obviously he went lights out scored in that 40 piece jason tatum is improving but folks jason tatum Going to the free throw line. Jason Tatum getting 12 rebounds in a game. You love to see it and you need it. And the dud of the week is the defense. And listen, I know because everyone and their mother has sent me the meme or the stat or whatever the case may be saying in Boston's first two games, Marcus Smart guarded James Harden, Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, PJ Tucker, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and Kyle Lowry for 102 total possessions. In those 102 possessions, Smart allowed those seven players to score 11 points combined. Great. That's awesome. But remember, the Celtics' defense the first three games has sucked. So great little stat. Congrats on the sex. But, like, the Celtics are a top-five scoring team in the NBA. Number one in offensive rating in the league. Number two in field goal percentage. All of that is lovely. I'm here for it. But the defense something that this team is known for, the reason why this team got to the NBA Finals this year, doesn't seem to be around. Now, don't get me wrong, they've shown some flashes, like in the third quarter against the 76ers, I thought they did a really good job, and late in the game versus the Heat, where they made some big stops, but overall, really not ideal. The Boston Celtics have the sixth worst defensive rating in the league. Their pace is sixth worst in the league, which means teams are making baskets on them, and they can't get a rebound and push the ball up the floor. Because every single time they have been getting rebounds, someone like Malcolm Brogdon, who was absolutely phenomenal this week. And to be honest with you, if Tatum didn't drop a 40-piece against the Orlando Magic the other night, Malcolm Brogdon was going to be my set of the week. I am all in on Malcolm Brogdon. All in. But anyways, listen. I understand it's the first three games of the season. I understand they got a long way to go. And I understand that Rob Williams isn't playing. He's obviously a very important part of it. And I understand that Al Horford was not playing against the Magic as well. But it, and listen, it sucks that Rob Williams might not be back until Christmas. To be honest with you, I don't think he's going to come back until the All-Star break. But, you know, that's a different time for a different day. And listen, the the rotations were very good in Philly. They got their hands into the passing lanes a lot. Jalen Brown got a lot of easy buckets, you know, fast break dunks, all that stuff. And when you get Jalen Brown in transition, or when Jalen Brown is in transition, he's really, really hard to beat. 
like seriously, he's very, very good. I feel like that's where he is best, but uh, I don't know. I'm just really not impressed with the defense so far. And I also understand they've played two of the best two of the best teams in the NBA or supposedly like going into this, a lot of people thought the Philadelphia 76ers were going to come out of the East. You know, the Miami heat were one Jimmy Butler three pointer away from going to the NBA finals last year. So these are very good teams and the Celtics did give up a lot of points. I get that. Okay. But when Al is not on the floor without Rob too, everyone has to be locked in because Noah Vonley ain't it. He ain't changing things on the on the defensive end of things, like at all. But everyone has to be locked in more than ever, even more than they were last year. Now, does this does the uh, scheme look a little different? I don't think so. Still switching, still rotating, still communicating very well. I don't want to like spiral over it, but it has to improve because these high scoring nights won't happen every single night for this basketball team. And listen, I know Malcolm Brogdon is changing a lot of things for that, and definitely the reason why they have the number two uh, field goal percentage in the league and probably number one offensive rating, all that. But those nights where they may not hit, you know, they may go 10 of 40 from three, something's got to happen and it's got to be the defense. Now, is this a Missoula thing? I don't know. But going up under a screen versus um, Wagner on the Magic was not a very good idea. He tore the Celtics up. But also giving up the 10th best three-point percentage for opponents doesn't seem like the Celtics either. So that's not very good either. Now, Tatum noticed this after the Magic game. He said, you know, that the defense wasn't good enough. He said after the <clears throat> he said after the game, 120 points tonight, 100-plus points in the first game. That's just not who we are. So they realize, hey, the offense is cooking. We're focused. We're, we're ready to go. And when it all comes together... This basketball team is going to be very, very dangerous. And <clears throat> I think they've, there's definitely a lot of good things. They've, I thought they were going to get destroyed the entire time. They beat the 76ers in rebounding, if I remember correctly. Uh, they were pretty close, if not destroyed the Miami Heat in rebounding. I'd have to check that off the top of my head. I know they did not rebound the ball very well against the, uh, the Magic, and that's fine. Now, you know, again, you, Noah Vonley, a guy who wasn't even in the league last year as your starting center, chances are you're you're not going to be winning a lot of basketball games or I, sh- I should say the rebounding battle in that aspect. So if you look at, <clears throat> I think my voice is still shot from opening night of how much I was f- freaking out. So they lost the rebound battle by 11 against the Magic and then they lost the rebounding battle against the Miami Heat. Uh, they actually beat them by seven. You know, and that's including Bam Adebayo on the floor. Bam Adebayo looked very good against the Celtics the other night. And they beat the 76ers by five. So overall, they're they're doing well on the boards for a team that probably shouldn't be. But the defense has to pick up. So the stud of the week, Jason Tatum. The dud of the week is the defense. Hopefully one improves and the other really improves. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So the upcoming week for the Boston Celtics, they got three games this week. One on the road, which is tonight if you're listening on Monday. And if you're listening on Tuesday, well, uh, you missed the game. And sorry for wasting your time for the next uh, two to three minutes. But anyways, uh, first game tonight in Chi-Town in Chicago on Monday, 8 p.m. versus the Chicago Bulls. I will be at Gillette Stadium for the New England Patriots. Is it going to be Mac Jones? Is it going to be Bailey Zappi? Who knows? Who cares as long as they win? Uh, but I'll have the DVR ready to go. The uh, 
The Bulls are currently 1-2 and two after losing to the Cavs and the Wizards, but they also beat the Heat, so kind of a weird way to start the season for them. They don't have Lonzo Ball. He'll be out for a while, but they still have three very, 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 very good players. DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic. Um, and listen, straight up, now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Oh, oh, oh. But Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have to outplay DeRozan and Levine. If they do that, the game's a wrap. I'm not really worried about anything else. Jalen Brown was awful against the Orlando Magic. That's okay because he was very good against the Miami Heat and he was very good against the Philadelphia 76ers. So he had a down night and Jason Tatum picked up the slack. And I let's be honest, there will be some point this year with Jay, where Jalen Brown picks up the slack for Jason Tatum. So I'm okay with Jalen Brown having a bad game. Overall, he's played very well so far this year. But those two have to outplay DeRozan and Levine. No questions asked. Don't pass go. Don't collect $200. Because Al Horford will have his hands full on the boards with Vujicic. Uh, Drummond is now on this team as well. He comes off the bench. He's going to destroy Von Ley on the boards most likely, unless Von Ley just works his ass off like he has been all season so far. I mean, listen. Von Ley had a sick little like offensive rebound spun, went in for a huge thunder dunk against the Miami Heat. That was really cool. But listen, the Bulls team has allowed their opponents to shoot 47% from three this year. So I think Joe Mazzula and his staff is going to see that, and the threes are going to be raining down from the Boston Celtics. Hopefully they go in. Hopefully it's from uh, Derek White. Derek White shot the ball very, very well against the Orlando Magic the other night. I think at one point he was like 5 of 5 from 3 heading into the fourth quarter and then eventually like missed a wide open one. But this is one of those games where if Tatum and Brown dominate, it's going to leave everything open for Brogdon and Derek White. And I love that. And, you know, going back to Drummond real quick, coming off the bench, you know, Von Ley coming off the bench too. That means number 12 has to step up too and rebound the ball. Number 12 offensively this year has been great. You know, no doubt about it. But I need him to rebound. I know he got some, I think, seven or eight rebounds the other night. I need number 12 to be more physical and box out more, get those rebounds. Don't allow those second chances, please. And listen, it's getting better, no doubt. But number 12 just has to do a little bit more in defense than he has on offense. Because on offense, we get it. He can shoot the ball when he stands in the corner. And a couple times he shot faked. And that's something I've asked for for years. So it's all good. But Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown against the Bulls, if they dominate, Celtics win easy. Then they actually have a really, really tough matchup against the Cleveland Cavaliers at the Garden on Friday at 7.30 p.m. It will be nice to be back in TD Garden. You know, obviously the big story. Cleveland Cavaliers got uh, Donovan Mitchell in a big trade from the Utah Jazz this offseason. This is a team that they spread the ball around. Everyone gets involved. So far this season, they have seven guys averaging in double digits in points per game. Donovan Mitchell is on a tear. He's averaging over 32 points per game. But they did lose to Toronto, who the Celtics seem to play very well against in uh, the preseason. Now, the results didn't show that because the bench came in and just absolutely blew like big leads. So, you know, that's obviously a plus. They have those twin towers and uh, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. Darius Garland is one of the better young point guards in the league. This team is young. It's good. And to have a veteran leader like Donovan Mitchell on this team, they this team is going to be very dangerous. I think I in my prediction last year or last week, I 
yeah, I, I have them finishing fifth in the East. And as of right now, the 76ers and the Nets really aren't showing anything. So who the hell knows? But this team is good. I mean, Karius Levert, Kevin Love, veteran leadership as well. Those guys have been around for a while. Karius Levert can score in a bunch of different ways. Osmond has always played well against the Seas. But right now they have a top four offensive rating and a top six defensive rating uh, before their game on Sunday night against the Washington Wizards. And that's actually funny. That's a nice little segue because on Sunday, next Sunday at TD Garden on October 30th, night before Halloween, the Wizards, who are actually playing really well right now, they've beat the Pacers and the Bulls so far. They lost, I believe, to the Cleveland Cavaliers um, last night. That game will be at 6 30 it's either 6 or 6 30 p.m sunday at td garden love those kind of early starts games you love to see it now what's really weird about the washington wizards this year is kuzma kyle kuzma leads the team in scoring not bradley beal not chris pospozingas or however you pronounce it he only averages like 15 a game but the wizards are playing very very good defense they have a top three defensive rating in the league and listen i know that They've played the Pacers, who suck, who are going to try and get Wembenyama and all that stuff. But the results are there at the end of the day. Will Will Barton, uh, he used to play for the Nuggets for a while. He's very hot or cold, which is wild because the same thing goes for Monte Morris, another former Nuggets player. So the this is a game that the Celtics can't take lightly. And I think the Celtics kind of realized that uh, playing the Magic the other day, where they said to themselves, oh, wow, no, everyone's coming for us this year. It's not us coming for everyone. And I think they handled that very well against the Magic. Obviously, they should have beat the Magic by like 20 points, but it was only six. Second night of back-to-back without Al, without Rob, it is what it is. So, you know, a great start so far to the Boston Celtics season. Hopefully the defense can improve. Great job by Jason Tatum. Malcolm Brogdon's been a great addition. Everyone has been playing well for the most part, and you have to be extremely satisfied with the way the Boston Celtics have started this season off so far. And that's it for episode 190 of the Banner Banter Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I really appreciate the support. Don't forget to go to bignightshop.com, click the Big Night Media tab, and click the Banner Banter tab and buy yourself some new merchandise. You can always follow me on the Twitter machine at Banner Banter 18 or on Facebook and Instagram at Banner Banter Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, all that good stuff on the podcast and all your favorite podcast apps. That's a huge help to me. And uh, that's it. I hope everyone has a great week. Uh, Please be safe. We'll talk soon. Toodles and noodles. X's and O's. Bye-bye. Sorry, but I'm gone. I'm history. And I dedicated my life to the Boston Celtics. I dedicated my life to the fans of Boston. I did my very best to please each and every one of you. Good night.